Hi, this is Friday I'm in Love, Monday I Post Podcast. This is Michelle. And this is Gail. We're talking about movies, and you should know that if there are spoilers involved, I will probably spoil the movie for you. Um, we have seen Aquaman twice in two weeks, and the big spoiler in that is, is there is not one, but two women, and we have no idea why nobody told us this before, because we probably would have gone three times, and, or at least we would have gone on opening day. Right, because if you look at the Aquaman marketing stuff, there's Aquaman. And a bunch and, of fish. And a bunch of fish. And that's it. You look at the poster, you have no idea that there that his mother kicks ass in the first three minutes of the movie. Actually, four asses. Maybe five. <laughs> <laughs> and then there's this other woman, whose name is Mira, who also kicks ass the entire movie. Yeah, at no point does Aquaman ever rescue her. <laughs> no, she rescues him multiple times. Multiple times, yes. The, and, and Yeah, and, I mean, okay, Mira should have been on the poster. She should have been, she shouldn't have just looked like a sidekick or something. You'd, I, I work at a newspaper. I saw the publicity photos for Aquaman. I ran, I ran a review of Aquaman. It, shouldn't, it didn't say hardly anything about Mira. It certainly didn't say, oh, by the way, while he's trying to save himself from one guy, she is doing away with five others by herself. No help from anybody at all. Not him, definitely, because he's off trying... He's got this one guy he's taking care of. And not doing particularly well either. No, no. Actually, that was a phenomenal sequence. They kind of had parallel fight sequences where they didn't overlap at all. Yeah. <laughs> so it was happening on the roofs and in a small Italian town, and it was just... There were fun moments. That's the thing about Aquaman. It's like... I, I was chanting all the movies after we got out. <laughs> all the movies. Because there was like bits of every kind of movie you could want. There was a kaiju bit. There was a horror bit. There was a lot of romantic comedy bits. Mm-hmm. There was a part that reminded us of The Mummy, which is a fun movie. Or Indiana Jones. Or Indiana Jones. Yeah. Well, like it reminded me of Indiana Jones. It reminded me of The Mummy. Mm-hmm. Um, there was action. There was superhero stuff. There was touching family stuff. There was touching romantic drama of lovers split by time and circumstance. Mm-hmm. I mean, it had all the movies. It, it, was, <laughs> it, was, inc- a, it was like a Greek epic poem or something. Yeah, yeah, but with slightly less tragedy, which was cool. Because well, yeah, much less tragedy. Wonder, Wonder Woman was an excellent movie and mm-hmm. it went vroom and it hit all those fine right notes and it hit the same kind of notes as Aquaman. It did. We didn't go see Superman or Batman and Superman or, or Justice League, we haven't seen that we, one. Although we were kind of wanting to, but it's not easily accessible through Netflix, so we haven't had a chance because it was Gail's birthday yesterday, so we've been busy between mm-hmm. that and New Year's. Happy New Year, by the way. Yes. Um, anyway, so Superman seemed very grim, and he, it, the reviews quite obviously told you that he killed someone, which is so not a Superman thing to do. Mm-hmm. Um, there's the Phantom Zone. That's where Superman sends people because he's not a, crim- a, a criminal. He's not a killer. He's not a killer. And if anybody read that if you're familiar at all i mean i'm i'm i've read comic books for a very very long time and i'm a big legion of superheroes fans 
and Fan and Superboy was in there, and there was always the Phantom Zone where you stuck the bad guys you couldn't kill mm-hmm. instead of like snapping their neck in front of everyone. And I didn't see the movie, but it didn't sound. And I'm a huge Lois Lane fanatic, mm-hmm. and Superman and Lois Lane, Clark Kent and Lois Lane, and I was surprised. But and Amy Adams looked like she was a good Lois Lane, <laughs> but mm-hmm. I just couldn't get around that. All the DC movies previously seemed so dark. The color palettes were dark. The directing was dark. Mm-hmm. Everything you saw was basically Ben Affleck's chin. I mean, the grayed out version of Ben Affleck's chin under the huge overpowering Batman mask in front of the huge overpowering Batcar was basically the only bit of life in the movies, it seemed like, and that and just didn't draw no. me. Yeah. And so I think there's been a lot of talk about how Wonder Woman was much more aware of how to draw in female viewers and much more trying to cut down on the male gaze. I know I saw on Tumblr um, pictures of the Amazon uniform when designed toward men and there's the Amazon uniforms in the movies and mm-hmm. stuff like that. And um, so Aquaman and Wonder Woman both... Wonder Woman was brighter a little. It was still kind of grim because it happened in war. Yeah. And it ended kind of grim because it happened in war. Mm-hmm. It was one of those Captain America-like sacrificial ending type things um we warned you about the spoilers at the very beginning so if, if you didn't get that sorry you has to live with it um <laughs> but aquaman just seemed bright and we went in and it was bright i mean not mm-hmm. just for the visuals and all the fish and the i mean it's gold and green it was still the colors some of some of it was a bit muted muted but then there was Mira, who was like this splash of red-headed wonder, mm-hmm. <laughs> which was very impressive. Amber Heard plays her. Um, actually, somebody suggested when I was talking about that on Tumblr that um, they didn't push Mira because they didn't want to deal with Amber Heard and Johnny Depp and the, not, the Me Too thing, which is just simply ludicrous. I don't see why her career should suffer and his shouldn't no. be. <laughs> Yeah, he he had a he had a starring role in Fantastic Beasts. There's no reason why she shouldn't be on the poster. Well, she shouldn't have a Mira standalone. She movie should have a standalone movie. Yeah. It was yeah. I mean, it was amazing. There's sometimes you get the narrative where the woman kind of brings out the best in the guy. You know where yeah, she and this Aquaman. That's one of the tropes. Yeah, well, Aquaman could have gone down that, you know. Mm-hmm. He's, he's a drinking party boy, basically, is mm-hmm. part of his presentation. and um, But they didn't do that. It was more like, well, he was totally clueless about certain things, and she knew more about them. But you definitely saw moments where she came to respect his more emotional take on the world, and it was definitely not her just making him a better person. It was them coming together as equals once he fully acknowledged his nature and she wasn't the only push for that. Yeah. Right. Okay. So our point here is ah! that um, we should have known about Mira before we went to see Aquaman because okay, yes, we did go to see Aquaman on the second weekend because it was a superhero movie, didn't seem terribly grim. And we'd already seen the Spider-Verse movie. Yeah, we'd already seen Spider-Verse. Which is awesome. Um, And then we got there and were wonderfully surprised by Mira, 
but and like, Nicole Kidman and Nicole Kidman, yeah, amazing, incredible initial fight scene. Uh, yeah, incredible, incredible fight scenes from both of them. Incredible strengths, and I mean, obviously that is Amber Heard running across roofs in Sicily, which is pretty incredible. Yeah, um, and and Nicole Kidman actually has a convincing conversation with a puppy, which is adorable. Yes, <laughs> yeah. Without speaking. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but we should have been able to tell when we were going in that, yeah, there are going to be some incredibly strong women in this movie. Yeah. There's no reason to hide that. No. No. The, like the Black Panther, you, I don't think they've, the they've Black- pushed as much in the advertising the women in it as they could have because no they didn't because you've got michael b jordan without a shirt <laughs> yeah <laughs> the black panther was and very you cool chadwick Bosman, yeah. who was already in the, the captain america movie before yeah. so people knew him but yeah there's all this the the point or one of our points that we were going to be making was there are superheroes who are women, and Wonder Woman's not the only one. And when you go into Black Panther, there's an entire the the bodyguard for the king is all women, and there's no reason not to play that up in the marketing. No. There's no reason that. The little sister who's in who's a scientific genius shouldn't be in the marketing somewhere. Well, she wouldn't have blown things up. What? She wouldn't have blown things up unless it was on purpose. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, we went to, after we saw Aquaman the first time. We went to Target, we, but we because that's one of the things we do. We go we walk laps around Target sometimes. And then we stop and have tea or coffee and decaf coffee for Gail and talk about the movie after we go see the movie. Yeah. It's part of our movie date. We've been having movie dates since we started dating. Yes. <laughs> but when we went to Target after Aquaman, went through the toy section and there were, yeah, there were lots, several bunches of Aquaman toys there. There was even like a four pack of Aquaman toys and those four were all guys. Aquaman and three of the villains. And Aquaman, yeah. The um, main Black Manta. Black Manta. The king. King Orcs. And yeah. One of the miscellaneous commandos instead of one of your major player above the full title people. Yeah. One of the, yeah, one of the guys Generic in dudes. red who <laughs> could have been anybody. And no... Mira and no Queen Atlanta at yeah. all. Nowhere. Like, I went shopping for Gail's Christmas present or birthday present. I couldn't even, my comic book, I didn't even know about any Mira swag and I was very disappointed. Apparently, there's a young, a young adult Mira novel coming out and a friend of ours we ran into outside the movie theater said Mira has her own standalone comic where she's now ruling Atlanta and I'm mm-hmm. going to have to look that up. Atlantis, so I'm going to have to look that up. Mm hmm. Yeah, advertising. It's I had the same feeling when I walked out of Pacific Rim 2. Right. Pacific Rim 2, I loved the Pacific Rim. When we went to see the first Pacific Rim because I love Godzilla. I grew up on Godzilla movies. And Pacific Rim is like that plus robots, which is freaking <laughs> awesome. And so um, the first one we went to, perfect summer movie. We came out of it 
just it was a mm-hmm. summer blockbuster. It was what a summer blockbuster should be. Um, and we were doing Shakespeare, and it had nothing at all to do with Shakespeare, and I, that's what I like in my summer blockbusters. Um, and then we went to see the second one. I was very excited, and I was even more excited when I got in, and it turns out that like two of the major characters were women. As a matter of fact, women save the day. Yeah. Um, there's a scrappy American teenage girl who built her own robot from scratch. Mm-hmm. And then there's, and she goes into the cadet academy and ends up in your typical, who's, who's the cockiest bastard fight with another woman, which was kind of fun to see that yeah, dynamic was, yeah. played out between two girls rather than two teenage guys. Mm-hmm. And it was the same dynamic because they're both, you know, robot pilot <laughs> jockeys. <laughs> and so, um, but, and then there was a, a Chinese scientist so you couldn't figure out if she was the villain or not or but she was a big role and none of this was advertised yeah yeah it's the advertising for these things is just so lacking for anyone who isn't a, a teenage male pretty much I mean yeah or isn't familiar with the stories but yeah or so is looking for strong female characters. They put them in the movies, but they seem at this point they seem willing to put them in the movies, which especially is DC, at which is great. And finally, bring them yeah, movies. but they seem a little embarrassed about it. <laughs> yeah, they don't want you to know ahead of time. Oh, by the way, there are some really strong female characters here. Yeah, because Pepper Potts never ends up in anything. <laughs> no. Um, and she was a big part of the last awful Iron Man movie, too. Yeah, I mean, she, she got even true. gotten a suit. Mm-hmm. And some people love Iron Man 3, but... <laughs> By the way, there's no reason why that movie should have been set at Christmas. Absolutely no reason. Oh, well, I don't know when my Twitter people said the director just does that. Yeah, I know. That's why oh. I'm saying there's no reason for it. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> um, so, Captain Marvel, at least, there. Yes, looking forward to Captain Marvel. Because they got nobody else to put on the poster. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) So that's a plus. She's the title character, so she gets to be on the poster. Yay. And I've seen trailers with her and uh, fellow female fighter pilots, so that's kind of cool. And they also released, like, they just released a visual with, I guess she's got a cat, and so they made the, they they had the face of the cat in a constellation kind of thing, so that was kind of cool. So they're they're pushing Captain Marvel and cats, and that's definitely in our demographic, too. Um, But yeah, and it's so much better when, like, Marvel was doing mostly okay, well... I mean, Captain America, Peggy Carter, yeah, baby. Yeah. And then giving Agent Carter her own standalone series for two seasons, yeah, baby. Yeah, yeah. But then they take the Black Widow. And they put her in every movie, pretty much. And they make her look like she's like Captain uh, Captain America's right-hand person and going on road trips with him and teaching him how to date and all this sort of stuff. Without any sense that they were going to be dating, no, no, which was not really cool. Which is great. <laughs> and then they turn her into the emotional support person for the Hulk. With the underlying thing that they were had a romantic interest. Yeah. Which was just awful. It was just horrible. Yeah, that that was one of the reasons why we don't own the second Avengers movie because 
there's I don't really want to see it again. There's nothing there, really. Eh. Nothing spectacular. Nothing spectacular. No. There's still Captain America. There is still Captain America. Yes. <laughs> and Spider Man. Spider Man was kind of fun. Spider Man wasn't in the second Avengers movie. Oh, Civil War. No, that was Captain America. Oh, Captain that was America Captain Civil America. War. Oops, sorry. We have that. Right. I've blanked out parts of the second Avengers movie. Yeah, oh, no. That's the one. Oh, right. That's Thanos. the one. No, that's oh. the one where they drop the city. Oh. Mag- the ex- the twins. Yeah. 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 Quicksilver and the Scarlet Witch. Right. Yet another female character who they do. Not enough with. Not enough with. Yeah, they have all these incredibly... They have all these women who have these amazing powers. And, yeah, it doesn't and seem like so they do as much Captain as they could. And so Captain Marvel is our first standalone movie. I was really surprised that they didn't give um, Scarlett Johansson a Black Widow spinoff, especially after how well Lucy did at the box office. Yeah. That, she was... can obviously handle action. I mean, the when she... What she does in the first Iron Man movie is awesome. Yeah, that was incredible. Oh. <laughs> the second Iron Man movie. This is why Gail is here. Well, Gail is better at details than me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. The boxing stuff? That was the first Iron Man movie. No, she showed up in the second Iron Man movie. Okay. Really? She didn't. Okay. We'll have to rewatch the first Iron Man movie. You don't like the first Iron Man movie? Oh, well, I tend to blank out movies I don't like. Mm-hmm. Another thing you know about me, I spoil the ones I do like and blank out the ones I don't. So if you don't want spoilers, you better hope it's a movie I don't like. <laughs> All right. So our advice to marketing people is to put more women in your marketing. <laughs> yes. Now that they're in the movies, please put them in the marketing too. Yeah. Um, and like in Black Lightning, where Netflix, they... I really just don't think that helped me here. I'm losing it. I don't know where you're going. I was trying to think of if Netflix put in more women in their advertising for like the Defenders and stuff, but the Defenders is three dudes and one girl. I mean, yeah. there's always a token woman. There's a lot of times. There's yeah. the Smurfettes. There's <laughs> <laughs> well, no Tumblr. There's this long post that goes around that they post. They add a show to every time there's only a token woman, and mm-hmm. that's one of them. And yeah, there's so you got, many you get of them. That one. Yeah. There's so so many where there's just one woman mm-hmm. for variety's sake, and that's I think part of why I liked the Legion of Superheroes when I was a kid was because it was pretty much a fifty fifty split. I mean, it was pretty much fifty fifty split. So this lad could date this last, but still, it was a fifty fifty split, and the girls didn't stay home; they were out fighting too. Yeah. You know, it's not like the girls were on the couch while the dudes were out. I mean, Saturn Girl was probably even more dangerous than Lightning Lad, you know? Mm-hmm. And that sort of thing. And I would really love for somebody to do something decent with the Legion of Superheroes. We need a little bit of a cheerful future. And the Legion There's was so always to, cheerful. Yeah. Go into the 31st century Netflix. Do the Legion. Do it bright. <laughs> do it solar punk. Do it cheerful. What did we miss on our little list? Captain Marvel, yes, yay. Let's make Captain Marvel open big. Oh, Maria Hill in S.H.I.E.L.D. We didn't watch yeah. Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. after... Cause, after the second season. Yeah, because we just couldn't just, stand Grant. Oh, no. um, but for, even from the movies, Mariah Hill is one of the b- more interesting characters in the Avengers. She, she is, yeah. But all you remember is Phil, because he's geeky and 
they spent a lot of time on him and gave him his own show and right it's and he he was in the end bit of every movie up until the first Avengers all right so so. but then you have Maria Hill who is still around and still active in the Avengers universe yeah you never see Gamora as much in Guardians of the Galaxy ads no you don't you get Groot you get Rocket Raccoon and granted they're cute Mm -hmm. and funny and you get Chris Pratt but still Yes, you're, you're putting the girls, girls in the movie. And even, you were talking about the Thor movie and Hela. Yeah, the last Thor, no. Yeah, Ragnarok. No. Yeah. Yeah, the last Thor movie, there was a, uh, Thor had a sister who was so powerful that she had to be locked up to save the universe and then when she got out she destroyed everything that wasn't the last one that was the second one but still the second one was elves and stuff I don't remember the Thor movies trying to kind of blend together except for the first one (laughs) the first one was awesome Bronag is a really good director Bronag is an incredible director although I'm not sure I want to do his take on himself as Shakespeare but Bronach is an incredible mm. you want to see Judy Dench well, but Bronach's Thor is well okay let's list our top five Aquaman has cracked my top five superhero movies so what are your top superhero movies they don't have to be in any particular order but since we need something to wrap this up because we're kind of rambling well I think like the I, the I really really like the Captain America movies yeah Captain I could, I'd say all three of them but that takes too much of the top five. Well, if okay. we could just make that one of the top sure, five, all three the of the Captain America movies. Um, well, yeah, I love the first Captain America movie. The first oh, Captain yeah. America movie is great. It is. It's each one of them is really incredible because Cap is a great, great character, and yeah, he would be on our side with Team Girl. Yeah, he would because Peggy Carter, and then. Black Widow. And Sharon Carter. I was... Yes. It was really nice in... When Bucky and Falcon and Cap were going on a road <laughs> trip. But I wanted them to take Sharon Carter. I'm really sorry that Chris Evans is going to be stopping playing Captain America before we could get that road trip movie. Because I wanted that road trip movie, or at least the him and Sharon Carter dating. Because I love those characters in the comic books. They have such good chemistry. Mm-hmm. And I like that actress, Emily. Oh, shoot. I can't remember her name. Fen. Yeah, I don't remember her name. Yeah. We will look up anyway. her name. <laughs> um, so Talk yeah. while I look up her name. Okay. So those movies. Let's see. It's the cat movies, yes. The cat movies. I actually liked Spider-Man Homecoming. Which one was that? That was the le- latest one. Oh, Except yeah. Michael Keaton if, was so freaking awesome. Oh, yeah. Michael Keaton was incredible in that. And... If you could take the Tony Stark parts out of that, then oh, that yeah. would be even better. Um, yeah. Because um, there was no reason for Tony Stark to be that much a part of that movie. Um, no, they were just... The Marvel Universe is way too in love with Robert Downey Jr. I mean, mm-hmm. I loved him in the first Iron Man movie because he is really, really a good Tony Stark. He is a very good Tony um, Stark. But 
It got a bit. But too. every movie doesn't need to be about Tony Stark. No, every movie really <laughs> doesn't need to be about Tony Stark's daddy issues. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. Let's see. What else? So Spider-Man: Homecoming. Spider-Man: The Cat Movies. Spider-Man: Homecoming. Um. Yeah. See, I I lean more towards like the Star Wars sorts of ones oh, yeah. a lot of times and like the Indiana Jones ones more than Superhero. like like the Christopher Reeves Superman or even the Michael Keaton Batman although those are really good movies I want to rewatch them because I don't much remember much about the first uh, but I remember one of my favorite scenes in all of movies is when Michael Keaton and Michelle Pfeiffer are the only two people at a masquerade ball without masks, but you know they are wearing their masks. Because <laughs> they're... Yeah, that was the second Batman. Yeah, yeah I don't remember much about the first. I kind of want to go back and... Just because of the Prince score. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, the first Batman movie, Prince did the yeah. score. Which, wow. Um, yeah, <laughs> That's like Madonna and the Dick Tracy move, and except for Prince didn't appear in Batman, but Madonna. Yeah. There's two soundtracks for the Dick Tracy movie. There's Madonna and she played Breathless Mahoney, and this was actually one of our first dates. We we bought ticket T-shirts and went <laughs> to see Dick Tracy at midnight. Yeah, Emily Van Camp plays Sharon Carter. There we go. Um, one of the it was one of the very first midnight mo- releases, I think. Yeah, it was. And. Your ticket was a T-shirt. Yeah, which which was fun. It was us and a bunch of boy and girl scouts with their grandparents because their parents had to go to work the next day. <laughs> yeah, because it was like Thursday night on yeah. in we September. Were in Evanston, we'd have a car, so we had to walk to the movie because our Monday night movie we had Monday night movie dates, and so we would mm. walk to the theater and stop in a park on the way back and walk home, um, or walk you back to your home and walk me back to my my apartment. Mm-hmm. All right, so you're you'd rather watch a Indiana Jones or a Star Wars movie than a superhero movie? Well, a lot of the time, yeah. Yeah, I would rather watch a superhero movie, although I do like Indiana Jones. Um, and we won't discuss the first Star Wars movie because Gal gets angry at me when I say how gross it is. But it really <laughs> is. <laughs> well, anger, I suppose, is a she gets this. Maybe long... that would be another podcast we can talk about Star Wars and how I had to how yeah. I had to um. Promised to behave before Gail would take me to see the newest Star Wars movies, mm-hmm. which is a result of the fact that I sat through the first Captain America movie and said, um, "Avengers." No. Yeah, it was a, the first Avengers movie. No, the Tesseract thing. Oh. Okay. Yeah. I sat through. Anyway, tell them what you did. Okay, we're in the movie theater. I thought it was the first Avengers movie, but every time the glowing box of energy showed up and someone said, oh, the Tesseract, she would say, Cosmic Cube, Cosmic Cube, Cosmic Cube, all the way through the entire movie. Yeah, so um, I had to stop heckling after that. Mm -hmm. Um. 
Anyway, so the Daisy... Oh, Daisy Ridley didn't... Uh, did not have nearly enough toys when that first came out. That's they true. They had to struggle to fill the shelves because they were kind of keeping our character under wraps. Right. And so, of course, everybody loves the villain in the mask. Ugh. Ugh. Even when he takes off the mask and then everybody goes, oh, yay, villain. Huh. But but the people went to get Ray stuff, and there was not Ray stuff because they planned a rollout of Ray stuff after the movie opened. Mm-hmm. That didn't happen with the last movie. There was Ray stuff everywhere, which was really cool. Yeah, that was great. Um. Oh right, we were talking about superhero movies. Yeah, you, you were going to say what are your top superhero? Well, movies. the cat movies. Mm-hmm. The Shadow. Oh yeah, the Shadow. I love the Shadow. The Shadow is like. Art direction. They should have gotten an Academy Award for art and costume design. They really should. Because it's done, period. It's done so well. This was like early 90s. Alec Baldwin played The Shadow. Yeah. It, it, you just John don't hear Lowe much played. about it. Yeah, Sean Khan. Penelope Ann awesome. Miller was Margo, Margo Lane. Lane. Ian McKellen's in it. Yeah, she um, plays. Uh, he plays her dad. Um, and it's amazing. He's amazing. It's, it's, it's just the whole thing is movie. amazing. Tim it's, Curry's in it. Yeah, it's a gorgeous movie. It's a gorgeous movie. It's a funny movie. It sparks with chemistry. It's It's got action. See the shadow. Peter Boyle is in it. I mean, everyone is in this movie. <laughs> and it's fun. <laughs> it's so fun. Um. All right, so I like the cat movies. I like the shadow. Wonder Woman. Wonder Woman was awesome. Mm-hmm. I love the No Man's Land thing. That's like... I like uh, heroes with shields. Yes. Because heroes with shields, nothing stops them. Mm-hmm. You know, they keep moving forward. I've always been a King Arthur fan, too. And the, Did Arthur have a shield? Well, Arthur was a knight. True. You know, okay. there's a Calburn. You always see... Um, the Arthur take... The Disney did, where Arthur was a girl. That was kind of cool, but I can't that remember was cool. the name of oh, it. What was that? I will look that up. You keep talking. Okay. Um, other superhero movies I liked. I loved Into the Spider-Verse. We didn't talk about Gwen Stacy. Cause no, we Gwen didn't. Gwen Stacy, Into the Spider-Verse was cool. Mm-hmm. Um, I like Spider-Gwen. Apparently they call her Ghost Spider. One of my comic book guys says, and she's got her own standalone comic. I've got a Ghost Spider pin on my hat now. Um, but yeah, she was really cool. And uh, Penny Parker with the robot, which was obviously a nod to um, Japanese anime culture. I didn't realize she was going to be in the movie, and that was kind of cool. Avalon High. Avalon High. Right. Yeah. Yeah, I'm a big fan of take on Arthur Legends. Um, as, as much as Gail is about Star Wars and Indiana Jones, I like Arthur stuff. Um... Because Camelot 3000, that's a graphic novel illustrated by Brian Boland. Um, the Sword in the Stone, the book, the movie. The movie's okay. T.H. Uh, White's a very funny writer, though. Um, yeah, just, I actually read Mallory's stuff. It's cool, but that's not superhero. Although, yeah. Arthur does pop up. Like, there's the Shining Knight in the Justice Society. I used to read, if it had a knight in it. Or an Arthur take, I would read the comic book. Um, what other comic book movies do I like? I like Christopher Reeve as Superman, but if I were going to go, those the villains are terrible. If I was actually <laughs> going to watch so anything Superman, I'd watch Lois and Clark or Smallville. Yeah. The better episodes of Smallville. The Lois Lane episodes of Smallville. <laughs> uh, or Lo- 
was fun. Well, it's exactly what's fun. Uh, what else do I like? <laughs> Wonder Woman. Aquaman cracked my top five. Seems like I'm missing one. It does. Uh, Thor? Thor. I like Thor, but... Uh, DC. Uh, no. I'm, we're leaving, I'm leaving a spot for Captain Marvel, so it better be good. Yeah. Alright, um, well, give us your favorite superhero movies. You can leave us voice messages. You can leave us... You can find us on Twitter or Instagram or whatever. Yeah, you can find us on Patreon. Yes, we're on Patreon. We're on Patreon. You don't, yes, you can pledge a buck or two or something, or you can just leave us a message, because we... Thank you, person, or... Thank you for the Terrace House tips, by the way. We are still watching. Yes, we are. Um, we are watching... Boys and Girls in the, the city, city now, yeah. which is kind of some parts of it are kind of stressful for us and, <laughs> oh and man, <laughs> there's been uh, a couple of really interesting cold-hearted slapdowns. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Cold. So anyway, back to superheroes. That's it. I think that's pretty much it. Alrighty. Well, thank you for listening. Um, watch the shadow. <laughs> Go see Aquaman. Mirror. Give Mira a standalone movie. <laughs> and let us know go see Captain favorite... Marvel when it comes out. Yeah, see Captain Marvel when it comes out. Let us know who your favorite superhero movies are. Um, Into the Spider-Verse is really wicked cool. It's yes. animated. It's awesome. Um, it's a, it's a kind of movie that it could only be animated. It, yeah. It would not work as a live action movie. I want to go back and see it because now that I know what happens, I want to see how they made the magic happen. It should really be up for some editing and other Oscars and if it's not up for animated movie of the year it will be a crime yeah because the story's solid the plot's solid the characters are solid the action's amazing and it's so inventive Mm -hmm. the way it moves from scene to scene and the way it all ties together and and they smash up multiple universes and characters and it's just visually fascinating (laughs) all of the effects um, okay, so go see them some. Go see a movie. Yes, go see movies. We'll be back in two weeks. We haven't decided what to talk about. We're going to have a guest speaker in a couple of weeks. In a month. Yeah. Um, Taylor Ramage. Um, she's going to come talk to us about vampires and poetry and stuff like that. So that'll be kind of cool. But next week, I don't know what we'll be up to. Or in two weeks, I don't know what we'll be up to. But. Until then, we'll, we'll probably watch another superhero movie sometime, and take care. Um, this is Michelle trying to unlock my phone. <laughs> <laughs> this is Gail, and this has been Friday I'm in Love, Monday I Post Podcasts. Happy New Year, and thanks for listening. <laughs>